Jesus comes back again. Redemption is drawing near. We 
are a people of priests and kings. I greet you all very warmly in the precious name of our beloved Lord, Jesus Christ. What a privilege that we can hear the precious and holy word, believing it, experiencing it, what the Lord has promised. We all know from the news what has happened on the earth, in particular in the last four weeks. Everything must go around God and we arrived at the end of the time of grace and we know that all these things must take place because they were foretold in the Holy Scripture. Now, just firstly, the many, many greetings, whether via telephone or via email, we are joined with all brothers and sisters all over the earth on the inside through the bond of divine love as Paul expressed it. And we are grateful to the Lord also for the possibilities 
that not only in one language, but in all the various languages, the precious and holy word can be proclaimed and passed on and also the divine message. Also today, we wish all of you, all the translators, with all our hearts, we wish you God's blessing. And in particular, those who have found grace in the sight of God and who can believe themselves as the scripture has said. Today, I would like to greet especially brother Tati from Brussels, mentioning him. In his phone call today, he, he said to me, Brother Frank, we have bought 726 equipments paying for it. And all over the earth, these equipments, these devices are now in operation so that all can hear and can experience with us. If we think about it, 20 years ago, 10 years ago, it was not yet possible as it is today. Although we cannot have the public meetings anymore because thus it is written in Romans chapter 13 every government every higher power is ordained by God and that what the states and what the governments decide we have to obey it and once again Let it be mentioned, we are grateful for it, that the whole world can hear and can experience with us. At this occasion, beloved brothers and sisters, I would like to mention also how precious it is that we in this time found grace in the sight of God. And with the promise which God has given, which is fulfilled before the return of Jesus Christ, that we were acquainted with it. And I like to think about it. When Brother Brenham told me on the 12th of June 1958 in Dallas, Texas, he said to me, store in the food. Take a few tapes with you. Go to Leo Mercer. He, re he records the sermons. He will give you some tapes. And today, I brought with me one of these tapes. And brothers and sisters, all the sermons which Brother Brenham preached were on the 18 centimeter reels recorded 
and every sermon was sent to me. And he who makes a visit in my office, he can go into the neighboring room and he can see all these tapes which were sent to me. I can remember it very well when our brother from the USA, he came for a visit and then he was astonished. He, he didn't know what he should say and he just said, Brother Frank, not a single brother on earth has this, what you have. Tell me what I have to pay for it. I would like to take it with me. No. God has taken care for it. That everything at the right time, in the right way, was done. That the sermons were recorded. That they were sent to me. That from the very beginning, I was acquainted with the ministry, with the word, with the promises, with that, what the Lord decided for this phase. And I also have to think about it, brothers and sisters, and let us repeat it once again. When the decision is the way that we right now cannot have large meetings, then nevertheless we know that at least two months everything will be again different and we will again gather. Because this the Lord decided that we at this place can hear and preach His Holy Word. And as I mentioned yesterday, in all these 55 years, month after month, I carried the divine message into all countries and nations. Now the time has come where all brothers and all the churches and prayer groups can come together when the time is here again to hear God's holy word. And we understood precisely what is happening in this time. And once again, let us have a view on all these taped sermons which were sent to me. What was said to Brother Brenham? Store in the food. And he saw the shelves in which the food was stored in. But then came the time of the giving out. And therefore, Brother Brenham, right at the beginning, when he spoke about the seventh seal, he could say, now the food is stored in. 
brothers and sisters, when we look at the divine harmony, just let, let us have a brief look back to the time of Moses and Joshua. Moses had a special commission, <coughs> namely to call the people together <coughs> and to say to Pharaoh, let my people go that they may serve me. <coughs> That's how the Lord said, spoke. And we all know, he repeated it. Let my people go. Let my firstborn son go. And then came the Exodus. The blood of the Lamb was then applied to the doorposts. And the Lord said, When I see the blood, I will pass over you. Then came the walking through the Red Sea, divided as the two walls in this building, divided. So stood the water, one wall at the right hand and one wall at the left hand. And the people of Israel walked on dry ground through the Red See, God makes a way where there is no way. God takes care for his people and for his church. But then, then, brothers and sisters, something happened. That Joshua and Moses went to Mount Nebo and that the Lord gave the instructions and then also to Joshua he could say as I was with Moses I will be with you and what happened then came the going in into the promised land the river Jordan was divided And they crossed the river on dry ground. And the land was conquered. I just may say this to the glory of God. When I years ago, together with brother Detlef Maynard, when I was in Jordan, he knew a man who had a travel agency. And in Amman, in the city of Amman, we went to this man and we was asking about Mount Nebo. And he said, oh, no problem, no problem. Take a taxi and just drive there. And we took a taxi and we drove to Mount Nebo. And there we saw everything. Every church has there their rooms, very primitive, very simple, but everything, everything, uh, big business on this Mount Nebo. For me, one thing was important, 
Moses went, was commanded to go up to Mount Nebo. And he went there. He saw the land of promise before him. He saw the river Jordan before him. He saw Jericho at his right hand before him. And Engedi he saw at his left hand side. And Jerusalem he saw when one looked straight forward. For me, it was a very special experience. I lifted up my hands and I was thanking the Lord that all this we can once again experience the Lord God took his servant and prophet but the revealed word the promise the going in the entering into everything what God has promised to us in the completion was remained remaining with us was with us and we understood what it means when Paul writes in Galatians chapter 4 verse 28 ye beloved brothers are the children of promise as Isaac was just very mighty only he who believes the promise, the main promise for this time, the main promise is that our Lord comes back again, just as he promised it in John chapter 14. And then it just belongs to it. Behold, I send you the prophet Elijah before this great and terrible day of the Lord comes. Yesterday, we spoke about this day, about the last days we spoke, and how God has placed everything so wonderfully. One day with God is as our 1,000 years. And the Lord decided in his plan of salvation and he carries it out by his grace. And as we time and again may testify, as sure as John the Baptist has given the divine message at the first coming of Christ, preparing a people for the Lord, so now and so will now by the last divine word message a people is called out ye my people be ye separate and touch not the unclean thing then I will receive you and ye shall be my sons and my daughters and as we can read, the old Jerusalem has its place, and the new Jerusalem has 
its place. As on one side, God chose the old Jerusalem and as he will erect the millennial reign from Jerusalem because the Lord will come down on Mount of Olives and the Mount of Olives will split and then the Lord starts his millennial reign. But for us, as the New Testament church, John saw on the Isle of Patmos, he saw the New Jerusalem, namely, prepared as a bride prepared for her bridegroom. The bride of the Lamb will be in the new Jerusalem. And as we looked at yesterday in the word observation, when everything is finished, when everything is, is come to its end, when the millennial reign will have found its end, then comes, of course, the fulfillment what is written in Revelation 21. I saw a new heaven and a new earth. Brothers and sisters, precious friends, that everything cannot go on like this as it is now on the earth, this we all understand. But the difference between those who believe God and between those who believe Him not, as already written in the prophet and foretold in the prophet Malachi, then ye shall see the difference between him who really serves God and between him who does not serve him. Brothers and sisters, we believe with all our hearts what the Holy Scripture says and we believe that our Lord has a people on the earth in all peoples and tongues. And let us say it once again. May all translators who are now translating into the various languages, may they be blessed. And all who are listening, may they be blessed. I read now from Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8, verse 28. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to His purpose sind, denn 
For whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his Son. That he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Verse 30. Moreover, whom he did predestinate, them he also called. And whom he called, them he also justified. And whom he justified, them he also glorified. What shall we then say to these things? Oh, beloved, we could read on. What a grace. What a privilege to live now and to, without being puffed up, without any arrogance. Just to believe with all your heart and as the children of promise having part in that what God has promised for this period of time. Let us, let, let us say it with pain in our hearts. The majority bypasses it. And then there are even such who of the sermons of Brother Brenham they make their own interpretations with the various quotes and then there are such different directions as, as one says within the message no let me say it clearly loudly let me say it within the divine message there are not the different directions within the word within the divine message there's only one single direction and this is the direction which God has given left to us in his word all the interpretations have nothing to do with the original word every interpretation is a lie and no lie is of the truth and therefore it's really our task to preach the holy and precious word to testify of it also this must be once again emphasized here that in the past years of course we experienced and witnessed 
how the technique has advanced and that now really all the world can hear and be joined. Just imagine. Just now before that, before that I showed you this photograph with the sermons of Brother Brenham here. I show you my laptop, my, my tablet. Here, all the 1,200 sermons of Brother Brenham are on this tablet. Here, the whole Bible. Everything is in it. The Bible. Who would have thought of it? 20, 10 years ago, it was not yet possible in such a way. But today, today, Everything has become possible. And so, we have the great privilege that we can pass on the last holy divine message of God. And whatever comes from God is holy. The word is holy. And we receive the word in reverence. And we believe it. And as emphasized yesterday, our Lord said, Sanctify them in thy truth. Thy word is the truth. And I really believe, brothers and sisters, that no one is in our midst who has trouble to believe the word with a free and open heart we can believe every word of God and only in that moment when we believe it then it is revealed to us by His grace unbelief and disobedience is the most terrible couple which exists on the earth Faith and obedience is the most blessed couple which exists on the face of the earth. And therefore, we of course have come back to the faith out of unbelief, out of disobedience, out, coming out from all the interpretations, being pulled out and then being sanctified in the word of truth. And time and again, we must emphasize it again, brothers and sisters, that with all our hearts we received and accepted what God has given us in Christ Jesus our Lord. As we just read in Romans 8, Though them he called, those he also justified. Them who he justified, them he also glorified. Them he has given the glory up to that point that we will be as our Lord and Savior. That he is the firstborn among many brethren. Who can grasp it? By faith we accepted it. Just as he, as the Redeemer, came into this body of flesh 
So as the Virgin Mary was overshadowed, who believed the word of promise and who received it, and then she was told, the one born of thee shall be called the Son of God. He, the Lord of glory, who spoke everything into existence, who was at the beginning there. And about, about this, I'm very happy always. I really rejoice with all my heart when it is written in the beginning, not in eternity. In eternity, the Lord God was hidden. He dwelt for himself in a light which no one had access to. And no one has seen him there. In the beginning, God stepped out from eternity into time. And this was the Lord. And as Lord, he spoke everything into existence. And the same who spoke everything into existence is then, has then come to us, took upon himself a body of flesh, all the guilt, all the sins, all our trespasses, all our disobedience, everything he took upon himself. And he carried it to the cross. And we may accept the finished work of redemption. And we may proclaim it. And we may experience it personally. Beloved brothers and sisters, without arrogance, it must be said here, as in the days of Elijah, and as, as written in Romans 11, also in our time, the Lord has a remnant who didn't bow their knees before Baal, not before a religion, not before a man, but we are bowing our knees alone before the Lord God and we give him alone the glory because he did great things for us and in us. Whoever bypasses the promise for this last period of time, he bypasses God. This may be a serious word also for all the believers in all the various churches and denominations. No one will argue that they believe. No one. But one has to say to it, there is a first resurrection and there is a second resurrection. In the first resurrection will all those be who have part in the rapture. Them, these, will have part in the first resurrection. They will come out of the graves. And we who remain and 
are alive, we shall be changed, and together with them, we shall be raptured. But then, all who were not ready, they will be part of the second resurrection. As we read it in the book of Revelation, and the books were opened before the white throne and all the people who ever lived on the earth, they will appear before the white throne and the Lord will judge. And then it is written, whoever was not found written in the book of life even at the second resurrection before the white throne all who received eternal life by the faith in Jesus Christ they will be part of it and they will live eternally but at the first resurrection only the bride of the Lamb will have part. All who were transferred into the image of the Son of God, the first fruits who will have part at the rapture, in the rapture. And therefore, Brother Brenham was sent with the message, not a message, which will was preached to those at the white throne. No, a message which is now preached to them who have part in the first resurrection, in the changing, in the rapture, at the marriage supper, who will be in the new Jerusalem, This is election. This is grace. And we are very thankful to the Lord for it. Let us look once again briefly into the religious world in our time. And you all know, since 1949, I am acquainted with that, what is happening internationally, especially in the Pentecostal churches. I, of course, took part in all these conferences. Already in 1960, I should be the European manager for T.L. Osborne. Osborne. At that time, he was the great world-famous evangelist who made a crusade through Africa with the title Black Gold. And this movie, this film, was shown everywhere. And the people were coming together all over. I was his translator in these large meetings here in Krefeld 
and also in Düsseldorf, in the stadium. Many people were gathered there and he said, listen, you can be my European manager and brothers and sisters, whether you believe it or not. But the Lord, already at that time, he by grace, he spoke to me, calling me as a servant, right before that day, which T.L. Osborne drove with his big car on the Korekamp, that street, about eight, 800 meters from here. He drove with his car there. Do you know what happened? As you hear my voice, my servant, don't sell your birthright. It really went through all my bones. And I knew what I had to do. That this nice offer I had to reject. But I just say it for that reason, because from the very beginning, since 1949, I was of course acquainted with all that, with all the great evangelists, even with David Duplessis. Also, him I translated, Gordon Lindsay, who wrote the book, William Brenham, A Man Sent from God. God really has given me a great privilege, even in Tulsa, Oklahoma, USA, in the Oral Roberts University. I was there. God has given me the grace to witness and experience all these things, to see it, to then, I really believe, to then count it precious that we just not have followed some kind of movement, but that we really found grace in the sight of God to receive and accept to believe what the Lord has ordained for this period of time. And you can hear it on the tapes of Brother Brenham. Until 1963, until the opening of the seven seals, all the doors were open to our brother in the various Pentecostal churches. But then, the doors were closed. And didn't, they didn't want to receive him anymore. Only the Christian businessmen under Demas Shikarian, they opened still the door for him. That he could still preach in the various cities there. But let us summarize, brothers and sisters, the spiritual food was stored in. And then God has taken his servant and prophet home. Also he made a view into glory. He reports of it 
how he was transferred onto the other side, how he saw the multitude who were all young. He saw them. He was commissioned by God to bring the word. The supernatural experiences testified of it that it was not a man with a program. This all the others had. But he was a man sent from God with the message of God for this period of time. And brothers and sisters, in my heart, it's, it's really loud and clear. I would like to say it best as then Simon, Lord, now you let your servant depart in peace. For mine eyes have seen, have seen the fulfillment of that what you promised for this period of time. And so we may thank our Lord for it. God took his servant, Brother Branham, just as he took Moses. But then, but then, it went over into reality. The promise was fulfilled and the people of God were allowed to put their, feet, their foot upon the promised land, upon everything what God had given them. In the same way it is now. Everything that what was left to us in the sermons of Brother Branham, what was preached to us, now by faith we can stand upon it. We may build upon it. This we may now experience by His grace. The calling out, the separation, the preparation, the perfect redemption by the blood of the Lamb, the perfect sanctification in the Word of God. And then I would like it best to say, loudly say, as Paul said in Second Timothy chapter 4, verse 7, he said, Second Timothy 4, verse 7, I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. Blessed and praised be the Lord. Not a single time I slipped into unbelief. But without violation, I kept the faith. And therefore, right in verse 8, he could say, Henceforth, there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day. And not to me only, but unto all them also who love his appearing. Brothers and sisters, let us rejoice 
Are we happy for the return of the Lord? Are we happy that He will soon appear and we really count with His return in our time? And not only Paul and the servants of God, they will receive the crown, but as the Apostle expressed here, whom the Lord will give them, me and all them who love His appearing. What a grace! It's, it's not our merit. We did nothing for it. We are not worthy at all. The Lord God alone has chosen us, called us, letting us believe, putting the faith into us by His grace, opening the understanding for the Scripture by grace. And I may say here, also I, not a single time I doubted the divine message, the divine commission which the Lord God has given to our beloved brother. I never doubted. Not a single time I doubted. I can say as Paul, without violation, without hurting the Lord. I'm just also just a man. But that, what, what concerns this, I have no trouble to believe the Lord God with all my heart and to take it and receive it. And in the same way, what Paul said in 1 Timothy chapter 1, what he has written, and I thank Christ Jesus, our Lord, who has enabled me for that he counted me faithful, putting me into the ministry. Brothers and sisters, everything is grace. The election, the calling, and also the ordination for a ministry, everything is grace. And so, let us in fine, in closing, let us thank our Lord for it, that we found grace in His sight, that we may believe, as the Scripture has said. Let us emphasize it once again. Only he who believes now that God has sent our beloved brother Brenham with the divine message, with the last message, before the return of Jesus Christ. And as he was told, this message will forerun the second coming of Christ all over the earth. We may say, today, this scripture is fulfilled before our very eyes. For it is a scriptural promise. Let me also say this now in closing. Our Lord, of course, let it be written down. He who receives a prophet whom I send, he will receive the reward of a prophet. Brothers and sisters, 
with all the apostles, with all the true believers from the seven church ages who are who are coming who have part as the overcomers in the rapture and who will part in the marriage supper will be with them together and we will give glory to our Lord and with all the servants of God with all the prophets and apostles together we will be crowned thanking our Lord for it both is grace that we could recognize what the Lord has ordained for this period of time and also that we can believe it with all our hearts. May all, in all peoples and tongues, worldwide, may all be blessed. And as we also said it yesterday, that we can come again together in as, in as much as the time allows it. And then together we will experience the completion. To our Lord be the glory throughout all eternity. In Jesus' holy name. Amen. Let us thank Heavenly Father with all my heart. I say thanks to you. Also for this day, I say thanks to you that your word is reaching into all nations, into all tongues. Bless all the translators who are here, all who are at home, all who are in various countries. Bless all translators and bless all who believe your holy word, the last message, who hear it, that they are called out, that they are separated, that they are prepared. And we thank you that you have ordained us to have part in the first resurrection. And we thank you, that you for your precious word in which it is written, Blessed and holy is who has part in the first resurrection. Bless your blood-bought multitude. Bless your people. Bless us and be with us all. In Jesus' holy name. Amen. Even your sins would be red like scarlet. They shall be become whiter than the snow. And what is red as crimson shall be as wool. Even your sins would be red like crimson. Even your sins would be red like crimson. It shall become whiter than the snow. Hear 
hear the voice which invites you. Oh, be converted. Hear the voice who invites you. Be converted. For he is full of mercy. His faithfulness is great. Hear the voice which invites you. Hear the voice which invites you. Turn to God. Turn to God. He forgives trespasses and does not remember sin anymore. He forgives trespasses and does not remember sin anymore. Come to him, ye who are labor and are heavy laden, for with him there is rest. He forgives trespasses. He forgives trespasses and does not remember sin anymore. And does not remember sin anymore.